0: Before we begin Sif Base, I'd like to share with you a little bit of a background regarding Marasayan. Marasayan is a theme that comes up often in these discussions of Amir Lakum, or even though something may be Mutter Medina, but we still have the concern of Marasayan, how does it look to others? Ramosha has a fundamental tshuva on the subject in Arachayim Chelik Dalit Pei Base, where he speaks about really three categories of Marasayan. Uh, the category one is a deraysa. There's actually Torah obligation not to do something that will cause other people to be chosheed, that will cause other people to think you're doing an iser. That's a mitzvah deraysa. And that comes from a Mishnah in shkalim, the third parak, and the second Mishnah. It speaks about the, the person who is designated to bring out the Shkolim from the lishka. The Mishnah tells us, the one who withdraws the truma should not enter uh, wearing a, a hemmed begid or shoes or sandals, tefillin, be he shouldn't be wearing tefillin or a kamiya around his neck. Why not? Because maybe in the future he'll lose his money, he'll become poor. The may Halishkani and people will say, oh, you know why he's going through a hard time? It must be because he was stealing shalim. I saw him wearing those shoes. He was probably hiding the shalim in the shoes. Oh Shemayashir, or maybe in the future he'll become wealthy. The People will say, Oh, you know why he's so wealthy? Because he, he took shalim. He was hiding it for himself. So why do we care about what people think? Mishnah says, "Lefisha Adam tsarich lotzei sadei habrios kederich she tsarich lotzei We have to be concerned um, how people perceive us in the same way we're concerned with how Hashem perceives us. Sheneh mar veysim Hashem om Yisrael, like the pasuk says, we have to be innocent in front of Hashem and in front of Yisrael. The Omer and the pasuk in Mishlei says, "Motzehin v'seichel tov be'einei alokim v'Adam." So from here, Moshe says the Mishnah is quoting a Pasek in the Torah, "Va'yisim Yisim Yisrael." That means there's a mitzvah deraisa not to do things that look suspicious. Now we have in a derabbanan level an A and B. A is lif na'iver, where it's a similar idea, not to do things where people can mistakenly assume you're doing something wrong, but it's not an ister deraisa. What's the distinction? So Moshe says, in a case where you're hiring a a worker and you're paying him be so there's no real of Amir lakum. However, if it's mechuba lakarko, like we've established, they're doing construction, or they're painting your house, or they're fixing the fence, then that's marasayim. Marasayim that people will say, oh, I bet he's hiring them as a schir yom. I bet he's in violation of a lakum. So Ramoshi says, that's not the derisa of Yisim Nekim, because there's no reason for people to think that. They could also assume that you're not hiring him as, as a Schiryom, and maybe you're hiring him as a Kablin, or maybe in the case of a field, he's an Oris. There are very valid explanations for what's going on. So that's why on a Deir level, you don't have to be concerned for people saying, oh, I bet he's a schiryom. However, mid we have this as a form of Marasayan. So that's category A of Marasayan in the Dirabunan world. Category B, says Ramosha, is a Marasayan not that people will think you're doing something wrong or usser, but that you could mislead people through your actions. That if you're doing something that could give off the impression that other things that are really usr are mutter, then it's almost an extension of leaf through my behavior, I'm perhaps giving other people the, the false impression that something is mutter when it's really not, right? So the classic example would be if you have an Orthodox Jew wearing a yarmulke, walks into a non-kosher deli where they're serving kosher-style food, even though you're only getting a glass of Coke, people looking at that will say, oh, there's a frum guy, He's going into the deli. Delis are usually kosher, right? And they'll assume it's kosher. That's category B of marasayin. So we have the deraisa of doing things that really cause suspicion. And that's a chiv deraisa to avoid. And then we have marasayin on the derabonim level, where even though there's good reason to be done l'chapschot, you still have to be concerned that people will be kosher you. And we have the other marasayin where you can mislead people. Now, what is our conversation of a coblin? Surah Moshe assumes that it's A. It's the fact that people will be chosheed me, that I'm hiring him for a schir yom. And that's what the the machaber seems to say. The truth is, the machlokus that we spoke about yesterday between the Ran and the Rush really seems to be a machlokus. Regarding what kind of Marisayan are we concerned for? So Ramoshu is quoting the Mahabur, which is going in the same the same shita as the Rush, that it's all about what people are going to say, are they going to be Khosheid Mi? Um, that would definitely fit in with the Khashad. However, the Ran says that even if you're living in a place in a time where most people are kablanim, and therefore, it's very likely that you hired your contractor as a Kablon and other people know he's a Kablon. It would still be sir. The Lashon of the Ron was because people will see that that's mutter and they'll assume that hiring a skhir is also mutter. So it's interesting to point out that the Iran was worried about a different kind of Marasain. He was worried about category B. That even if they know what you're doing, they might, they might come to a false conclusion. And it's interesting, Ramosha has a, uh, a pretty famous tshuva where somebody wrote him saying that I saw you uh, driving in a car after candle lighting on Friday afternoon. And I think it's a terrible chilah Hashem. It was before Shabbos officially started, but that there should be a prav Marisai. And how could you do that? Sir Moshe, in his classic way, starts off by saying, "I thank you for the tochacha. I always appreciate constructive uh, criticism." However, he said, "I'd like to explain to you uh, what exactly is the halacha." He says, bli Based on your observations, I will not travel in a car after Hanlokas narrows after the time for lighting candles. But there's no real problem of Marasayin, says Ramosha. Moshe. That you should know, my friend, the Isser of Mar-a-sayan, who Rak bedover Shenasu Ze Berov HaP'amen BeOphan is only applicable when most of the time. Doing it in this way is Osir, Zeb Mutter, and you happen to be doing it in a mutter way, then we say Osrubibne Marasayan. People don't know you're doing it in that permissible way, and that's where Marasai applies. Kigon Lasos um Akum Bekablanus Kazo Shaharbe The example is our case. If you're living in a place where most people are hired as well, and you happen to hire the non Jewish contractor as a coblin, that's Asr Mishu Marasayan. He says, Lachain Osrugam Gambe Kablanis Mishu Marasayan, because people won't realize that. But to do something that everyone knows is Mutter, or to say that I should avoid doing something that most people know is Mutter, Bishvil Eza Nasim Sheitu Lachshem Shu Dover iser lo Asr. I should be concerned for a few people that are totally unaware of the halacha, and therefore by by driving in a car well before shkia, there's no issue of Marasaiyan. You don't have to be concerned for three or four people that are totally unaware of halacha. He goes on to say it happens to be that Friday afternoon, Shkia sunset was at four thirty-two. And I was driving at 419, 11 minutes before Shkia. I had enough time to go back and forth to Yeshiva five different times before Shkia and still be Mekayim Tosefi Shabbos. Um, this is Virak Emsher, Yesh Azin Noshim, Toes Shechoshvosh, Manhad Lokas Neros, Osir Afla Noshim. It could be you have some women who make the mistake and assume that just like they take on Shabbos and they like the candles, the men also take on Shabbos at that time. But that's not an issue of Marasayim. So some of the basic gedarim marasayin doing something that really causes suspicion that's a mitzvah derisa to avoid, doing something that could cause suspicion because often it's done in an usser way. So that's a that's a form of marasayin according to the rush. That's the main issue here of hiring someone b'kablanus, and then the other form of a derabanan marasayin is some extension of Leif doing something that could cause other people to assume what's Usr is actually Mutter, and that's really the approach of the Ran, and that's why he would say it's Usr, to hire someone as a Koblan, even if people know he's a Kablan. Some of the background. Let's jump the Siv base. The Mechaber says, Yehudi <laughs> If you have a non-Jew cutting stones or fixing beams, even in the house or in the in the store or the warehouse of a non-Jew, it would still be usur. Kevin de because although it's not mechubul <speaking in Hebrew> it's for the use of mechubul <speaking in Hebrew> Bim and if they did this for you, they cut the stones or they fix the beams. Lo yishokim babinyan. You the Jews should not use them in your structure. It says the Ramah, Omrim Dim of Forsem shall you There are some who are of the opinion, and this Ramah is actually talking about even a case that's mahubulakarka of real construction, real building. If people don't know it belongs to the Jew, they don't know this property or this uh this building belongs to a Jew, shari, then it's mutter. So in a sense, we really have two extremes here. We have the Mechaber telling us, uh, chiddish lechumrah, that even something that's not mechubu karka, as long as it's intended to be part of the structure, that you cannot have a non-Jew do that for you on Shabbos. And you have the Ramah with an extreme kula, that even if something is really mechubu karka, like a structure or a field or anything else, as long as people don't know that property belongs to a Jew, then you could allow them to continue working on Shabbos, assuming they're kablonim, of course. Let's see the Mishnah Ru Cut and Yadaled, live to cut the stones. V'davka shavonim v'koros heim she'l This restriction of the Machaber is only when the stones and the beams belong to the Jew. Yehudi, and he's giving it to a non Jew to uh, to fix and to get ready. But if the non-Jewish craftsman is cutting his own stones or forming his own beams, Osi Mo al because a Jew hired him as a Kablon, paying him for the job of fixing these beams or stones. But the non-Jewish worker has the choice to keep the ones he's working on now for himself and give the Jew other stones or beams. Even though he's working on behalf of the Jew, as long as it's not in the property of the Jew, even though it's clear he's doing it for the Jew, mutter. That would be okay. That's not referred to, that's not viewed as So the only restriction of the is when you give him the material and that material belongs to you, then for him to do work on those stones or on those beams on Shabbos would be a problem of Mara But as long as it belongs to himself and he could use it theoretically for something else, that's not viewed as Malachis Yisrael, and be mutter. Kane kasavadagam ravava. kidmu radvaz, Ach shom, the radvaz, however, has a stipulation. Dim haya en Yehudi, misate If the non-Jew is working on the stones, the beams, next to the building, then, Ain and ha that's not appropriate, mishu in shelo yomru, s'chirahu. Then there's a Marisayan issue, and people might say, he's hired as a s'chir yom, and he's not a kablin. Sivkat and tesvav, So we said, although it's not mechubar itself, as long as it's for the structure, it's a problem. K'day shakam ha these are intended to be part and parcel of the structure. Al kein chashvu k'machuber, we view them as they're connected. V'tzarich piyado, imhu betochat chum afilo osa rachok me'abinyan. And therefore, if you see the non-Jew doing this work for you in Chabus, as long as he's within the chum where maris ein would apply, you would have to make a maha and ask him to please stop. Sivkat intezayin, v'im also Khain, ein lekaman mashik esavne if they actually did make these things for you and Shabbos, look later on, where ultimately, Bidi Evid, there is uh, plenty of room to be mekel, because he was a cobblin', so there was no official isr emir Akum. But if this did happen, then uh, you should not put them inside the, the building. Bidi Evid, if they're in the building, one could be mekel. Yud zayin, v'yesh amrim de'im eno, this is their ma. Some say, if it's not mefursim, Shahu shall yisrael, it's mutter, explains the Chafetz Chaim, ha omrim ko This yesh omrim is going back on our entire discussion. To hainu, af bergomer, lo aser Bicablonus ele bistama. The Arma is sharing a tremendous kula, that even mechu bergomer, real construction, as long as it's b'kablonus, would be mutter if nobody knows that property belongs to a Jew is shame Yisrael Nikra lov, the whole reason why generally it's Asr is because when it comes to property, people go on Zillow and they know who the owners are, and they know it belongs to a Jew. before some al Yisrael. But when we know that nobody knows this belongs to a Jew, Lo bolis, then they could continue working as long as they're Kablanim. Why did the Rama speak on the issue of the stones and the beams? Why didn't he speak on the previous Sif that speaks about real mechuba lekarka? So when it comes to a home, when it comes to real property, it's just not common for people to be unaware of who the owner is. That's why he's speaking about stones and beams shari, But if you don't know who the owner of the property is, then it's mutter. That just means you don't have to tell them to stop working if they continue on Shabbos. But obviously you can't tell them, I need you to work on Shabbos. When the Rama says it's mutter, he just means it's mutter not to say anything to them. The wholezaka im Yehudi osaba Beso o Shaho I'll call pan him Roho meha minkash who shall y sur canal, but again, this is only if he's doing the work in his home or he's far away from the binin where there's no concern that people will know it's for the jew, mashma bakama ahronim, desvi ladina Hazel inin sinim. Many Ahronim do go with this Ramah when it comes to the working on material that will be part of the binyan. The Fsh Dagam Mahabermodala Bazin, it could be even the Mahaber would agree to this. Ahlain gufa. but when it comes to the real structure, when it comes to construction, when it comes to adding a room, when it comes to building and painting where it's mahubergufa. A filu imha binyan ome b'makom she'ena yaduish shu even if it's in a place where nobody know that nobody knows that belongs to a Jew, gam Kane ein lahakel. So in contrast to the the leniency of the Rama, the Ahronem feel ein lahakel te yesh lachos l'shcheinah sheyodim Because we are concerned for neighbors or for his family who do know it belongs to him, viachshedu and they're going to be chochayed him. The chashat again would not be the derisa issue of the yisim but it would be the the marasayin miderabonin. So although we have the machaber being very machmir, anything that will be in the building that cannot uh, the the non-Jew cannot do that malacha on Shabbos. And um, the Ramah is being pretty makele, but the hahra uh, of the achronim is, when it comes to real mechuba Karka, even if most people, even if everyone has no clue that it belongs to a Jew, we're still concerned that some people might, and therefore there's no heter even for kablonus on mechuba Karka. What emerges from this machlokas between the Mechaber and the Ramah is something very fascinating which is, the, the Ramos seems to make a lot more sense. He's saying, we don't have gedorim, we don't have gazeros. The whole issue is Marisayan, so it doesn't make a difference if it's mechubu if it's not mechubu l-karka. It's all based on what the people know, what will people think. It happens to be, most of the time, something that's mechubu people know that it belongs to a Jew and therefore there's Marisayan. But it sounds like from the Ramah, it's all based on the perception. The Mechabra is harder to understand. The Mechabra seems to be creating guidelines. If it's mahubulakarka, it has a din of Mefursa. Um, we treat it as if people know. I think the ultimate chiddish in this is that the Mechabra is telling us that even with the material, because it's going to be part of the structure, it has the status of mechubala karka in the world of maris Ayan, What does that mean? How does the mechaber make any sense? It should just it should depend on if people know then it's an issue. If they don't know, then it's not an issue. The truth is, there's a there's a discussion in Yeridaya, the, the Rashba. This is quoted by the mechaber. The Rashba says that although there's an isser of Bishol Basr Bechalov, Right? We know that not only is eating meat and milk together a problem, but cooking meat and milk and even getting benefit from meat that was cooked together with milk. Those are the three suri de Rice of baser b'chalav. The Rashba writes that it's mutter to cook chalav from a non-kosher animal with basar. That's not a violation of bishul basr b'chalav. Yet the Rashba also writes, and the, and both of these halachas are quoted in the Shulchan Aruch, levashel isha mipnei marasayin, that you can't cook meat with Chol of Isha because of Marasayin. So the Darche Moshe has the question on the Rashbah, on the Beis Yosef, what's the difference? Why are we not concerned for Marasayin when it comes to Chol of a non-kosher animal, that you're allowed to cook with, with meat. But chalav isha, milk that comes from a human being, that you can't cook with meat because that's marasayin. Why is that more marasayin? If anything, I would, I would have assumed that milk coming from an animal is closer to the iser of Bishal Basur B'chalav. So the Taz comes along and he says, I can answer for the Rashp in a very simple way. He writes, "This is Sifkat and Hay in The nearer the lo de kosher The only time, the only situation Chazal came in and they made a gezera of Maris ayin is when each thing by itself is mutter to eat. De Then it's similar to kosher meat and kosher milk." The Taz is saying the only reason there's a Marasayan issue with Chalavisha is because Chalavisha by itself is Mutter, and the meat is Mutter, so therefore it's too close for comfort because that's similar to Basar Bechalav, where they're both Mutter. In contrast to Chalav of a non kosher animal, that by itself is intrinsically not kosher, and therefore there is no Gezeir of Marasayan. So it's clear from the Taz in his explanation of the Rashbo that Marasayan. Is not just the you know what it looks like. What are people going to be thinking? It's based on that, but ultimately there's a tzura, there's a structure, there's a gezerah, and that's really what the mechaber is saying here. And that's the the sharetzion says lo plug. The gezerah of Marasaion wasn't anything that's mechuber or anything that has the status of being mechuber because usually people know it belongs to a Jew. And the Ramah is coming along, and he's saying, no, there was no such gezerah, there wasn't a, um, a blanket low plug. It's based on what people will know and what people will not know. And that seems to be the Machlok is here between the Machaber and the Ramah, and we'll continue tomorrow with Sif Gimel.